Welcome to Two Sides to the Story with Ted and Lori. I'm Lori Hearsetter. And I'm Ted Zaleski. So, we've been busy. Have some things to talk to you about. First thing, we went to the second annual Battle of the Books After Hours, the adult version of Battle of the Books. For those of you who have been following us, you might remember that we were part of the winning team last year on the first version of this. We went back this year not to compete, but just to walk around looking like winners. <laughs> <laughs> that we did with our two sides shirts on. <laughs> That's right. We had our two sides shirts. So another competition and an interesting thing, we tied last year and only won the competition on a tiebreaker question. The team that we beat was there and was actually looking for us because they wanted to beat us this year and were a little disappointed that we didn't compete. Now, we have an interview with that winning team and we're gonna play that for you. So, two sides to the story here at Battle of the Books After Hours. We are with the winning team, the Well-Read Hat Society. They won first prize this year, and a little behind the scenes is last year, they were the second place team to Team Ted. So, I'd like to go around the room and introduce all of you, if you would. But first question is, how does it feel to beat Team Ted? <laughs> you know, I kind of like to know what the score was this year versus last, because I think you may have like actually beat us with the score this year as compared to last. So let's go around, if you don't mind, and introduce yourselves um, to the audience. Hi, I'm Karen Suzanne Daniel. Okay. Nicole Robbins. Kim Brown. And Regina Brooks. And they are the Well Reds Hat Society. Now, last year... You were a different name. What was your name? We had questionable answers. Questionable which is our answer. trivia team when we do the Finksburg Library Trivia. Okay, excellent. So you had some questions, Ted, you wanted to ask the group? So, and last year they were second, but we actually ended it in a tie. Yes. And only one in the tie breaking. We were both first, and we lost by one point in the tiebreaker. You got one point more than we did last year. Just, just saying. Fair. Very fair. So our first question actually was, did you compete last year? But, we but we've already answer. covered that. <laughs> yep. So on to question number two. So I'm wondering about your strategy. Did you divide and conquer, or did you all read everything and do all of this as a team? We all read every book. We divided and conquered on taking notes. Okay. We let the rest of our lives just fall apart while we were doing this nonstop for the last couple of weeks. The children didn't get fed and the house didn't get cleaned. Yes. And yeah. How many hours do you think? Oh. Any clue? Well, we have just about 100 pages of notes written. So. Yes. Wow. <laughs> when did you start? January? Yeah, getting started. Yeah, we went until after Christmas. And did you have a planning session as recent as today? Yes. yes. <laughs> of course. You guys we met for dinner and we went over. <laughs> and we also met on Sunday and the Thursday before and the Thursday before. And yeah. 
take yeah. Battle of the Books very seriously. You do. They yeah, are. You can, you can compete in a lot of different ways here, but to really want to be competitive, it takes a big effort. Yeah. Absolutely. So, as you well know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So two of our members are experienced Battle of the Books coaches for okay. the elementary and middle school teams. So they, they know how that works. You know how well. to do it. Yeah. And they're, yeah. Do you guys have teams this year? I do. Okay. Yeah. At what yeah. school? At, at the, uh, for homeschool. Okay. Homeschool Very good. Yeah. Which battle yeah. night is yours? Uh, we are April, April 20, I think 21st. Okay. Yeah. That's a week yeah. before ours. We have won the very last battle. We're, we're emceeing the, what they call the Finksburg group, the Cranberry, Mechanicsville, and Sandy Mountain. The last, last battle. The last battle. So I'm curious about your preparedness coming in. You spent a lot, a lot of time on this. But did you come in expecting to win? Or is there some level of surprise that you, that you won? No. Uh, we came in feeling confident, but when our name wasn't announced yeah. at the half. Right. And then we weren't third, like we weren't in that tie for third. Yeah. We thought we lost. You start to yeah. question. Oh, yeah. 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 I so, think when we weren't second, we're like, well, then we're good. So that moment at the end really oh, was, was huge, that yes. moment at the yes. end. Yes. <laughs> and we had all that residual stress from last year when we had to list things. And so all of our note taking was with lists in mind. So yeah. every single book we listed, we created this incredible, right. this incredible lists. For every yeah. single book, exactly. we're like we're going to have to make lists. Yeah. I can tell you the 15 ingredients and the keep it simple smoothie <laughs> from the Thursday Murder Club book. Yeah. Like, let me tell you, we got lists. You can really obsess over it when you think about all the things that could turn into a complicated question. Oh, yeah. It's endless. So you you can't possibly over prepare. You can only drive yourself crazy trying. Yeah. Yeah. So Lori stole my question. I'm sorry. <laughs> so now I have to take her question. Fine, go for it. Are you going to do it again next year? Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They may have some rule by next year that says you can only win how many times, I wonder. <laughs> That's fine. We, we actually talked a little bit we after did. our last one. Are we going to do this again? Yes. And uh, I think we pretty quickly said, nope, we're not doing we're this not again. Doing this. Now, do you guys have a book club aside from this? Or this is the only time you get together to read together? Yeah, to read together, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is really like as a, I mean, we're all working moms. And like, yeah. this is one of the few things that gets me to read. I love to read, but it always Finding falls time. to the bottom of the barrel. And this is like, well, I have to because it's a competition. Having the, having the hard deadline, especially coaching the younger kids, yes. using their hard deadline and how pumped they get before the competition, that yes. is exactly what we did yep. before this. Like, I was like, how many more times can I read these books before the competition? Yeah, you know, I think that's crazy. a great point. You think about coaches of sports teams, right? And if they're the ones telling the kids to do this, run the mile, but they can't run the mile themselves, how does that motivate the kids? Sometimes not as much. Right. So it's the same thing here, is that the after hours battle happening before the kids battle, you're showing your team, this is how we do it, you know? So you put the, you know, you, you put the work in and it shows in what um, what the kids are going to say afterwards. I work at William Winchester Elementary yeah. School, so I think perhaps while we're in the uh, you absolutely show my fifth graders that yes. And you could see there were pictures being taken tonight, so yes. you're going to be out there and um, everyone's going to see the big win. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, um, I'm very glad <laughs> Me too. that the winner was you guys. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> 
looking back last year, and you actually came and said something to me before the end, almost like the premonition of what's to come. Yeah. Like, we were here to beat Team Texas. Well, we today. were. <laughs> we were. And we looked at, I told you, we looked at the photos yes. from last Tuesdays, because last Tuesday was trivia for yep. Leesburg, so we couldn't come then because we do trivia. Yeah. And we looked in there, and we were like, oh, you thought you had seen you in the photos. And oh, we're well. like, I went back and looked again. I'm like, no, no that's, that's not, not there. Them. That's not there. So Next we week. expected you to still be here to compete against, yeah. which actually made me kind of happy because I'm yeah. like, well, I do want to beat you again, so y'all should come back. We should <laughs> go back <laughs> next year. Next year. We've got one of our team members in England. The other two are way too busy, but we're going to have to see if we can get them to come back and do a, so it's a, a special. So it's a duel next year? So next year it might have to be a duel. Yeah. A winning team against a winning team for the I love ultimate title. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to hear that. <laughs> We're not even going to put this interview out there on the podcast because that ties us to having to do it. We'll be calling Annette and Lynn and Chris tomorrow and say, we got to start planning now. We don't know what the books are, but we got to get back together. We would love the book list in the summer. Like, oh, yes. yes. Right? That would be incredible. And we could have a little bit more time. A little bit yes. One more month. Yes. So for this year at least, congratulations. congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you We're so very much. excited that you guys were the ones that won and appreciate you talking to us for the show. Yeah. Thanks. Thank okay. You. Have a great night. Enjoy the win. So I hope you enjoyed that recording as much as we enjoyed creating it. Talking to that team, being part of that with them was just, I would call it the icing on the cake because it was a fun night. It's a fun event. We both saw friends that we knew outside of the battle, um, got a lot of opportunity to talk with those friends, um, interacting with Andrea and Lisa from the library, and even brainstorming some possible events to come in the future. And then to cap it off with an interview with that team was just amazing. So we're going to have to talk with our teammates about the idea of a battle of the champions in a future year. Um, we did see one of our team members recently. She sounded like she would go for it. So we got two more to try to rope into this. And we'll be back to you about whether Team Ted is going to sign up for the rematch because we've been challenged by the Well-Red Hat Society. I'm thinking about 2033. <laughs> You think we'll slow down a little bit by then and have time? <laughs> Who knows how big the competition will be by then? <laughs> but that was one of the discussions that we had that night about how it's grown, how Battle of the Books has grown, and I would imagine that After Hours is no different. So it's going to be fun to see how that develops in the years to come. We may not want to wait till 2033. <laughs> All right, so other things that we've been doing, um, as Ted said, we have definitely been busy. And we've mentioned to you briefly in a previous episode that we were going to work on an entry for the Peep Show. We did, and we have submitted it. And it is a little free library that we made um, out of a repurposed tiny home decor item. It just looked like a little free library to me and with some um, creativity, some paint, a couple of peeps and some scrapbooking stickers, we put together a, um, a fun little project. And I say little because it's, it's pretty small. And then we entered it into the peep show. And if, if you haven't gone um, to um, the Marshmallow Peep Show, you really you ought to check it out. You can see it online, even after the fact, I'm sure. We are a, less than a week away from its um, deadline to vote. So you may or may not 
hear this in time um, to go vote. But even after, I'm sure you can go look at the entries. There are a lot of videos online, pictures, um, Instagram. Um, there are lots of ways that you can get a peek at the artistry. Some people put a lot of time into this, and it's, it's a cool event. Uh, we have this tiny little submission, but it, it's worth seeing. It's a great family activity. And, um, you know, if it's not too late, you could always put in some votes for your favorite. Not that we're suggesting who you should vote for or anything, but um, there is one from two sides. This was Lori at her recycling best. She looks at things and doesn't say, <laughs> what do I see? She says, what do I see that could be? I've had a little experience in that department, uh, repurposing things and flipping things, um, everything from tiny little peep creations to houses. So uh, definitely something. I can see a vision beyond what something looks like from the start. So anyway, that's another thing that's going on in the month of April. And then there's a big one coming. You want to talk about our interview prep, your interview prep? You know, those of you who have been listening know we're going to be interviewing John Waters on April the 18th with a podcast episode to show up shortly after that. This is a really interesting opportunity for us. You know, John Waters, a lot of people know who he is. And uh, it's a chance for us to introduce ourselves to people maybe we wouldn't have had any other way to get to. So this is only scheduled to be a 30-minute interview, which isn't very much time at all. We're not good at 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to have to be very thoughtful about what we do at those 30 minutes. And toward that end, I've been reading a lot of John Waters' books. Now, most people know John Waters is a filmmaker, but he's also a, a writer. And I, I think he has maybe 10 books he's written. I've read five of them now. Carsick, Liar Mouth, Crackpot, Mr. Know-It-All, and Make Trouble. And I'm reading another one now called Role Models. This is a lot of reading for a 30-minute interview. But I, I, I really felt like I wanted to you know, get to know him as well as I could to set us up for this thoughtful, what do we want this interview to be? Yeah, I've not been as well uh, prepared as, as Ted so far. I'm going to try to play catch up. Um, I have read Make Trouble. I've read part of Carsick. And I have Mr. Know It right, uh, Mr. Know It All right now. Um, I've only gotten a few pages into that one, so I'm working through it as well. And uh, my biggest challenge will be, how do you? You've already said it, but how do you spend 30 minutes with someone like John Waters? What do we ask him? Like there are a thousand questions that come to mind. How do we pick 10 and hope that we can get 10 answers? Because he's just fascinating and he's done so many interesting things. So I have a feeling that this is going to be a episode that um, it won't be live. We're going to record it and we will play it back for you. Um, and then we'll add on, I think. We're going to have so many takeaways from our short time with him um, that I think it, it'll be something we'll be talking about for quite some time, I would imagine. I know my first question for him is, what do you think of Lori's hair? You know what? I was just about to say, don't give away your first question, because what if John is listening to our show? But I should have known that you were going to say something like that. I'm deeper than my hair, Ted. 
anyway. All right. So that's one thing we got going on. That interview is coming out. Stay tuned. In the month of April, we will post that one and uh, tell you all the cool things that we learned um, when we got to speak with John. Another thing that has happened in the month of April, actually, this some of this happened in March, spill over to April, but you know, we love our good book hunting trips. There have been two recent ones that we have not talked to you about, one of which was for my birthday. My sister said, how about I take you to a bookstore cafe that we can browse for books and we can enjoy a cup of coffee or tea together. That was the perfect gift. So I was excited and couldn't wait to go meet up with her. Um, It's a bookstore in Hanover, Pennsylvania, not far from us in Maryland, called Reader's Cafe. I had not been. Um, Ted had been one time. So this was my first chance to go. So I went into the store. I was before my sister and started talking with the shop owner. Uh, She was delightful. And I think that will be an upcoming episode. Um, The history of her store the history of the building. Um, It it was just a great conversation. So we're going to bring something like that to you in the months to come. So I'm making friends, as I do, and in comes my sister with a surprise. She brought my cousin with me, who also lives in Pennsylvania. So we had a lovely time together. It was a successful good book hunting trip as well as a family reunion because all three of us walked out with some books. My sister Jen, I think, picked up two or three. Um, Erica got at least one book, and I probably had the most at four or five. Um, One I've already devoured, And it was a short one, so um, not to give me too much credit, about 50 pages long. Um, And I've already shared that with a friend and passing it on to another friend tomorrow morning at the gym. So this is going to be one of those traveling book stories because I'm going to share this one. Um, And that's just one thing I picked up that day. So Lori said I have been here before. It's an interesting story. Uh, It's been in Hanover since 1996, and I've been to Hanover, I don't know, many times, but plenty of times, and I I never knew that it was there. This was a while ago, back before this podcast was even an idea, and I don't remember the circumstances now, but Lori had told me about this store, Mm -hmm. and I went to to visit it, and it was a very interesting place. It was actually in in an old church, right on... A main, a main road, a little place. Um, new books downstairs, used books upstairs, and a little bit of food. Yeah, the cafe part was really appealing. So when I go into a bookstore, it's not going to be a five-minute trip. I'm not just there to buy. I'm there to shop, to browse, to take it in. And it has a great atmosphere, beautiful lighting, beautiful building, the view Um, of other buildings from the inside is good too. And anytime you got a loft, I'm in. So um, I wanted to spend a lot of time and to be able to, we both got a cup of chai tea, my sister and I, and a cup of coffee for my cousin, Erica. Um, We were there for for a couple of hours and it's an inviting atmosphere in, in which you can do that. So uh, that one is definitely one to check out, Reader's Cafe in Hanover, Pennsylvania. And we'll be back to you with uh, an interview with the owner. Um, owners. It's a husband and wife couple um, in the months to come. So another good book hunting trip. Um, that was just the other day. I went on Sunday uh, with my son and his girlfriend um, to Frederick, Maryland, which is a common destination for us. 
And this was a return trip for me because I'd actually been there with Ted maybe, what, two or three months ago? If, if that yeah, I don't think it was that goes quickly. So it was a day we were hoping to visit Curious Iguana, which is a uh, independent bookstore in downtown Frederick, and they were closed. So I had said, I bet we can find some books um, if we get a little deeper, not just the bookstore, but this was an antique store. So the building is, um, and the antique place is called the Emporium Antiques, um, also in downtown Frederick. And there are lots of vendor spaces within this building, one of which is a dedicated bookshop. It's called R.E.K. Books. And it's surprising at the volume of books that are in the shop. It's almost set up like, uh, gosh, how many? Four or five separate spaces within the building. And each is dedicated to a section of books. So there's a book space that's children's books. There's one that's focused on um, history, um, civil war, things of that nature. There's an entire section that's on gardening, um, a big cooking um, area as well. I think that's connected to the gardening section and a whole host of other books. So anyway, had been there with Ted um, a month or two ago. And on this return trip, I went in, um, just me, my son and um, his girlfriend were at a record store. While I hunt for good books, they hunt for records. So it's, it's quite a pairing when we go on our adventures together as a family. Um, and I go into REK Books to look around. And I wanted to check out a book that was high up on the shelf. And it was actually for my son. It was about vinyl records. And I'm not the tallest person. So I'm on my tippy toes to get it. And I'm on my tippy toes to put it back. And as I'm putting it back, a voice behind me is commenting about being impressed that I got the book back on the shelf. And it just so happened to be the owner. So in an antique store, you don't necessarily meet all the people who operate all the spaces. It was just serendipitous that I would run into the owner that day. Um, his name is Ron. We had a great conversation, um, obviously both being book lovers. Um, he is a teacher. Uh, he's an art teacher in Montgomery County um, for elementary age. And on the side, he stocks this bookstore. And uh, talked a little bit about places where he gets books, about the book industry and how it's changed. And uh, we've had some interaction since then. Um, he's looking forward to meeting Ted, going back on a, another occasion, and that we can interview Ron for the show as well. So really looking forward to that. Um, just another update of things happening is some really cool good book hunting trips that we've had that will result in interviews and return trips to both of those stores. And you'll probably be hearing more about REK books in the future. Uh, Lori had an impact on the owner, and I think she's going to be maybe a little bit excited to share some of what came of that. I never get excited ever, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, um, we had a great conversation. Uh, I gave him some ideas. He has sent us some ideas. I could see us taking him on a good book hunting trip with us. He may take us places that we haven't been and um, just hearing more about uh, how he approaches his book selection. I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. 
Yes. Uh, social media is um, a buzzword there that he's back on social media and promoting some things for his shop um, as a result of our conversation that day. So, yeah, a little excited. Way to go, Lori. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> Way to go, book lovers. <laughs> okay, so that's one thing. What else do we have? You've got a big event to tell us about. You have a lot more history with this than me. Okay, so we talked about the adult version of Battle of Books in Carroll County, Maryland. The school version is going on now. Try to remember if they've had the first event. If not, it's coming up soon. But um, the the last event of this year is at the end of April. One that I've been emceeing for a number of years. Uh, this year, uh, Laurie and I will be doing this together. So this will be Laurie's first time. Although some years ago, her son competed in the, this event, you know, so I, I did see her there once, but now she's going to be part of the show. And uh, we've talked about this before, but it's, it's a really fun event. You know, um, I have a couple dozen teams, five or six kids each, a high school gymnasium with a lot of people in the stands to cheer them on. Very, very exciting, very fun, and uh, looking forward to doing it again. Yeah, and I think about just this last 30 days, you know, we're just getting into April, but between mid-March to mid-April and even end of April, all of the events that we have going on that are, are coming and events that are going to come out of those, I'm, I'm just so grateful for what we get to do. Um, obviously, we love it. You can hear it when we talk. We've met some amazing people already and anticipate that that's only going to continue. And the ideas for the show just don't stop. We have so many things we'd like to do. And um, as always, we want to hear from you about the ideas that you're interested in. So if we say something that really appeals to you, feel free to drop us a note. Um, let us know that you want to know more about that. Um, if you have ideas of things we haven't talked about, send them our way. Um, we'd love to hear it and want to make this show um, what you'd like, not just what we think is fun. You know, you mentioned people we've met. met. Um, it reminds me, we need to find our way back to the two Megans who are, are Battle of the Book coaches. Yes. Well, we know we're going to see one Megan for sure at our battle. Um, that team, um, Grim Readers, um, will be there battling that night. So we're definitely going to be able to see that team. Um, the other Megan, I think their competition might be next week. We'll have to see if we can figure out where they are and if there's a way to talk to them about how it went. So, Megan, if you are listening, you uh, you met us at Pipe the Side and we ran into you at Ira Marks's kickoff event for the Battle of the Books. We would love to hear from you. Please send us an email and let us know how your battle went. And the one that we're emceeing, I don't know if this is going to happen, but I have this picture going through my mind of Lori putting her hair in pigtails and trying to sneak in with Team Grim Readers. Again, Lori in the hair. <laughs> People are probably wondering, what is it about? I will tell you this. I have a wonderful hairstylist. I'll put her in the show notes because if I look good, that is why I look good. In fact, I just left her shop before we recorded this episode tonight. So if, if my hair is a topic... Jesse gets all the credit. <laughs> Way to go, Jesse. 
Okay, so in addition to thanking Jesse for my amazing hair, I think we have some other people that I just want to, while we're being thankful, um, just to, to say something about. This whole episode has been about people that we're making connections with. We obviously have to thank the library. Andrea and Lisa have been fantastic. Um, we are at Exploration Commons every week, and that staff is amazing. In fact, you want to tell them? Uh, you've heard us talk about Joe, the guy that helps us make this happen some, sometimes with the technical side of things. Uh, we're going to be doing an interview with, with Joe uh, soon. We just need to set a time that we can we can make this happen. And we're going to talk to him about his role in Exploration Commons, but also some reading that he's been doing, which is a result of his interaction with two sides to the story. Yeah, we're going to call it the Joe Show. Um, stay tuned for that one. Uh, can't wait to have that discussion with him. Uh, he's been a tremendous help to us. The show would not look the way that it does without him. In fact, we had technical issues last week without him that we weren't able to fix. So he uh, is someone we treasure. He's just been a wonderful help to us. Um, a couple other people um, that I want to mention is, um, you know, here we're talking about these, these visits to bookstores. The book owners that we are meeting um, that are willing to talk to us and interested in talking, uh, can't say enough about how we appreciate that. You know, you are busy people, you're trying to run a business, and we come in and chat with you as, as we tend to do, and we've really enjoyed the conversation. So I want to thank all of the places that we've been and just the most recent ones that we've mentioned um, tonight, Reader's Cafe and REK Books. Looking forward to upcoming discussions with them and our local three bookstores uh, that we're also going to be doing some interviews with as soon as we can schedule them. A Likely Story in Eldersburg, um, The Last Word in Mount Airy, and help me, I'm going blank Rudolph on the girls. thank you, Rudolph Girls in Westminster. I knew that was going to happen. So um, we're looking forward to talking to all of these folks and two main goals of our show. Uh, promote literacy and support local independent bookstores. So we're we're thrilled to be able to be doing both of those things. Yep. So is that it for today? I think that might be it. All right. Uh, remember, you can go to our website, two sides to story .com. The second two is a digit. Uh, you can follow us on Google and Apple Play and uh, Spotify. We're also on Instagram and Facebook. Right. And Instagram, I don't see the Facebook, but I know Instagram is becoming a busier and busier place for yeah, us. Yeah, people are interacting with us on both places, and it's really nice to see that. And uh, before you wrap it up, I'll just say, um, you know, we're two sides to the story. Just Ted, Just Lori is not a show. We need your story, too. So please interact with us. Reach out. Tell us how books matter to you, and we'll add it into the show. Enjoy your reading.